Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, a good night for some who might be listening in another time zone. My name is Miracles One, and welcome to the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And no, it is not the BS that you might be thinking. Broke spirits is the BS. In the Chronicles, there are stories, conversations about putting together the mind, the body, and the soul and making them one again and whole so it can be unity with the spirit. So sit back, relax, and do whatever it takes for you to get comfortable right now. And let's talk along with picking up the broken pieces. All right, people, let's go. Let's go. It is conversation time. All right, people, we are back. Not only are we back, we have made landfall. And it's raining. It might be a little flooded. You might be a little disoriented. But guess what? We made it. We have made it to the place where our new season is ready to begin. And I will tell you, today is going to be a podcast unlike any other that I've done so far. It is going to be a gift to you all. It is going to be a gift that I could not have birthed if I didn't go through what I went through the last several weeks, especially last week's episode. Everything you heard in my voice, everything you felt was real. It was in the moment. And when I tell you the clouds just broke in the last probably 24 to 36 hours, I still was dealing with the landfall. But now it's starting to make sense. And the crazy thing is we are still in the circulatory system Seasons, you know, cycles, circles, <laughs> circles, cycles and seasons or cycles, circles and seasons. However you want to put it, the thing ends with seasons. And it's time for us to get into that. So this is the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS, episode eight, season two. And another thing about this episode is going to be special. As you saw in the title, it's the two for one. So unlike the other episodes where I do two segments, I'm actually going to put two episodes in this one episode. Look at it kind of like when you're looking at or listening to a, or watching a show. <clears throat> they tell you next week, we're going to have a special hour-long episode or whatever. Say it's 24. So instead of looking at one hour, 24, you're looking at two hours. But they do it in a matter of, if they say a two-hour special, you do it over, over two hours. So with this one, instead of, you know, taking this, all this juicy stuff I'm about to give you guys into next week, we're going to do episode one of the two for one for the first 20 minutes. Take an intermission. I'm going to actually take a break. And we'll come back and record episode two or part two of this two for one special. Let's get into it. The title of this first two for one, Unpacking After Impact. The aftershock of being impacted. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right now for a moment. I need you to just sit in it. Just sit in it. You're like, what is it? It is that place where the winds have stopped roaring. The rain has stopped pouring. It's still some flooding around you, which is a good thing, actually. We'll get in the second episode of today's episode. But you need to sit there for a moment and just take in what you just went through. Take in what you just come out of. Take in, take in the sunlight that's coming through now. 
so you can understand what we're about to unpack. Because you were just, we just made impact. We made landfall. You made impact. You just had something have a strong effect on you. We made landfall. But the crazy thing is, as, as personalized as this hurricane may have, may have felt, it never was about you. It was about everybody else that you're going to touch and that you're going to impact. So sit in it. I'm going to pause mm, probably for about 10 seconds. And just sit in it. Sit there. That spot. Look at how strong, look at how strong you've gotten. Look at how many times you almost want to give up during this hurricane, but you're here. And how does that feel? Exactly. All right, now stand up. Stretch your arms, yawn, and look around you. <clears throat> look around you and see the beauty of everything you've been through. Because when I tell you it's getting ready to start making sense, and this season is going to make sense. Let me give you a definition of unpack. Unpack, if you think about it from a standpoint of you taking a vacation, you just got back from a trip, and now you're unpacking your suitcase. You're taking dirty clothes out. You're taking clean clothes you didn't use out, and you're putting everything up. But the unpack I'm referring to is this definition, to unburden or reveal. To unburden, which means by itself to relieve oneself of cares, fears, and worries. What does that say the title of this first episode of the two-for-one? Unpacking after impact. The reason I told you to sit in it, because the minute you sit up and realize everything you went through, you, were, you can relieve yourselves of all the worries and the fears and the cares and the fears of false expectation appearing real that you had while you were in the eye of the hurricane as it was making landfall. Because you still couldn't see. You got glimpses of the sun because the eye was starting to break up, but the storm was still spinning. And now you're starting to get, you're starting to see where this thing is taking you now. You're starting to see very clearly the beauty that's left over after her pain. Oh, yeah, hurricane, that's a good word. That's what it felt like, right? Not a hurricane, hurricane. After a hurricane has made impact, and you're unpacking it. And not only you're unpacking it, you're in a circle, the eye that you were in, the, the, the eye of the hurricane, you being there with just yourself and your faith or yourself and God, whatever you believe in. And you, it was peace there. It was low pressure, but it was peace. And you realize, and I talked about this more later, if you'd have reached out into the storm, you would have hit some of the strongest winds. But you stayed in a circle. And now because you stayed, you, you kept your faith, faith being a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, because there was no way in H-E-6 you could see what was going on outside that eye of the hurricane. You could see the sunlight when you looked up. You could feel the peace and no pressure. But anytime you found yourself focusing on everything swirling around, you were chaotic. You were emotional. That was me last week in the podcast. All over the place. And you didn't know what to do. And because you trust your inner circle, now it's time to unpack the impact. To reveal why you had to go through what you've been through. Why did he, why did he or whatever you believe in, have to cause a strong effect on you. So when you walk into this new season, and you walk into these blessings, walk into these miracles, and walk into all these things that's getting ready to happen for you, so you can walk in your purpose, 
You understand the why behind the hurricane and it's unpacking the impact. Then the crazy thing though, as, as, as much as the reveal has been important to you, what's even more important is understanding there. This, it was an aftershock of being impacted. Now, impacted and impact, two different things. I'm not talking about impacted from past tense that something has had a strong effect on you. I'm talking about impacted when you're wedged in. So think about that. Impacted means packed or wedged in, or wedged in aftershock. Not an aftershock. When you think about the aftershock after an uh, you know, earthquake or something like that. Aftershock is a distressing or traumatic event. What was a hurricane in your life over the last however many weeks it, it took or days or whatever? Was it not emotionally stressful? Did it not feel traumatic to you? The aftershock of being impacted, of wedged in. You were wedged into the center of the eye. You could move if you wanted to. Every time you try, every time I try to move, if I tried to move outside of that inner circle, my peace and everything else got jacked up. Everything got jacked up. My mind was start swirling. It was moving so fast, I couldn't figure out nothing. So I finally said, you know what? I'm just going to hold on. I'm right at landfall. The eyes starting to pass over the land. It's starting to break up. If I can just make it until the storm settles and the sun starts coming out, and I see some flooding in places that were once dry. I see water receding in places that need to be reclaimed. More of that coming too. I'll be okay. And now I'm here. Can you hear that peace in my voice? Can you hear a different type of power, a different type of flow? Do you feel that? Because that's not just for me. That's for you too. But you have to understand what you went through created an aftershock. It was traumatic. It was emotionally stressful. Because you was packed in. But guess what? You sat in it at the beginning of this podcast. You sat in it and, and, and looked around what you had just, you used hindsight to, to, to look back and see what you had just came out of. And the crazy thing is, while you were sitting there, it, at moments it probably felt like, hold up, I thought I was still in the eye. No, the eye has broken up now. That's why you see the sunlight. That's why things are looking brighter. That's why your future is looking brighter. Because when you understand the eye, as crazy as this sounds, the lowest pressure in a hurricane is the lowest air pressure. You can also use it metaphorically. Actual pressure is in the eye of the hurricane. But guess what? The strongest winds are right outside the eye. So one thing that you need to realize while you're unpacking after impact and dealing with the aftershock of being wedged into that eye, sometimes by yourself, if not just with your co-star sometimes, is that it allowed you to find out how strong you were. It allowed you to sit in your fear because the things swirling around you that you thought were going to happen was just fear. It was false expectations appearing real. You start believing some of the lies from the pits of hell if you believe in God, from the pits of darkness, whatever you believed in. You start believing those things because it was swirling around you and it was 
it was the only thing you could see moving because in the eye there was no movement. It was low pressure. In the sunlight it was peace, but you felt like, oh my God, I'm not moving. Everything around me is moving. But in reality, your inner circle was taking you to land, to your new land, to your new territory. So you can start living in your new season because it's harvest season. Not in my notes, but I share some with you. Um, even though I'm not Jewish, I, I believe in a lot of the Jewish, some, I'm going to say a lot. Some of the Jewish traditions are remarkable to me, some of the things they do. And I would tell you, you know, we have a Caesarian calendar in most of the world, January to December. And New Year starts in January, we see balls and stuff drop. But the Jewish calendar, their New Year starts on September 28th. And I've always, I kid you not, every time something major has happened in my life, it has happened sometime between the end of September and beginning of October, at the beginning of Jewish New Year. So I truly believe, especially if I connect to my Christian faith, because it's all connected. Look, religion, sidebar, is just pieces of a big puzzle, uh, pieces of a big pie that was never meant to be separated. And one day we all going to come together and realize we, only, we each only had part of the truth. And now let's work together in unity and see real power and see the whole truth. Best for a whole nother podcast, just sidebar. But I just saying because I respect and understand that it's a connection after my new year. So in a circle, I would say uses hurricanes before you get to your new season or your new year. And I would say the challenge even more so, even though we say our new year begins in January, but based off the Syrian calendar, is that the beginning of a new season? Just looking at seasons? We're in the middle of winter. You're ready to head into the spring. But what happens in September? We're in the middle, a few weeks removed, or should I say six weeks removed from the beginning of the fall, which is harvest season. Think about that. In harvest season, it's coming in the middle or toward the end of hurricane season. Because hurricane runs from June to November. You think all this is coincidental? And if you look back, sometimes during the summer, you have some of your hottest battles, like all hell breaking loose. And then the storm starts swirling. And you got a hot girl, a hot boy, summer, but not the kind you want. See, that's coincidental. That's why I wanted you to sit in it, to sit in your fear in this first portion of this dual episode, this two for one, and realize all those things you was looking at now because you can look back. None of it came into fruition. You might have had a couple of the nicks here and there, but the nicks wasn't because something got into the eye <laughs> or something got into your eye and loud caused you to see distorted. The nicks was because you reached out into the winds. You tried to fix some things. You tried to move some things. You tried to ease up some pressure that wasn't even there because the pressure was you being concerned and, and wondering what was going to happen once the clouds cleared. But your only job was to stay in your place of peace and low pressure. But it's okay, because this might be your first hurricane. And let me tell you, and I'm going to talk about it more in the second episode of today's two for one. Hurricane is going to come again. Seasons move in cycles for a reason. Every time you get larger territory, guess what? You have another hurricane. But I can tell you this. You're going to be so prepared for this next one. You're going to have so much of power. Or you have so much of power already from what you picked up from this one. That next time hurricane season comes, you're like, okay, I know it's coming but I know what comes after it. And I also know if I stay center and stay in my place of peace, my place of low pressure, I won't find myself being in such as a, as a great of an aftershock as maybe this first one was from being impacted, wedged in. 
But all this is necessary so I can make an impact because I'm unpacking after the impact. Y'all got all that? So I also believe this as we start to wrap up this first two for one, about four more minutes. Your eye or your inner circle, your faith circle determines how long your hurricane season lasts. I believe the, be the, the better we handle it and the more we trust whatever we believe in, the shorter, not saying it's not going to happen, it might be more intense, but the shorter that hurricane will last or the hurricane season. Because it's all being there to process you to become something stronger. And I also believe how you handle either the hurricane or maybe some other mini ones that might come will determine how many you need to be an impact before you walk into your new season. Because remember, all these are divinely orchestrated things that must happen. Divinely or orchestrated storms, or orchestrated circles that must circle around you in, to bring winds of change to move you into your new, your new territory because it's taking you across troubled waters that you can walk across on your own and you can be in a boat of safety to go across either because that would require no faith. So really you like, you kind of did like one of the disciples did back in, in, in based off the, you know, Christian uh, religion, my religion, when Peter stepped out the boat and walked, he walked on the word. And it was Jesus saying, come you're doing this same thing. When you step into the circle and tap into your faith, me tap into my God and chose to stay centered and nothing's up under me, but water. So I'm holding on something in the middle. I have no, I have nothing I can see foundation wise, but I have faith. You have faith too. That's why I said it is so important that you find something to believe in. Because like I said, over and over again, if you don't believe in something, you will fall for anything. So it is important. But again, that's down the road. We talk about that last part of building up, picking up pieces and picking up power. But I also believe that as you've been unpacking after impact, you are also unpacking the gift that's going to be many, that's going to be many gifts to others. The stuff you have been through, here it is. Like I said before, it wasn't about you. It was about everybody you was going to touch. Like I said in the previous episode, it was about everybody you was going to make an impact on. So the whole time you thought you were just going through hell, you was going through process to become a gift. You were, you were becoming a gift to be a gift. And what made it so amazing, you now have the ability to make it through a personal customized storm by your inner circle. And you understand your inner circle is going to keep the pressure low in the middle as long as you stay focused on him or it. And a lot of winds have changed to form on the outside to cause you to have to trust him. And guess what? I just survived Hurricane Miracles 1, which was a Cat 5. But now I'm ready for Cat 4, 3, 2, 1, or another Cat 5 if necessary, because I see what the end is like. I understand me being in a position to speak into you now and tell you to sit in your fear and sit and look at hindsight what happened is because I just made through my hurricane, and now I can pour this gift out to you all. And now you can pour this gift out to others. We are becoming a powerful movement, people. All these things we're going to be able to share now with people because we walked it out. That's what this is about, man. This is what picking up pieces and picking up power are about. And that's why I love water. 
because water can move can move many things, but it can take the shape of anything it goes into. And even when somebody tries to dry it up, only thing it does if heat it turns into steam, goes into the atmosphere until it's cooled down again. And guess what? It comes back down as water. Look at that cycle. So guess what's happening next? As I close this first episode, the next part two of this two for one, after the break, flood zone, the power of water, and the reclamation project. All right, people. I am Miracles One, or maybe I'm just Hurricane Miracles right now, whatever. Uh, you're Hurricane, whoever you are. Hurricane Puerto Rico, Hurricane Australia, Hurricane New Zealand, Hurricane U.S., whatever country you're listening from, you're a hurricane in that country with your name on it. And you're about to be the hurricane that's going to make impact and be impactful to those around you. I will be back in a few minutes, a few seconds, should I say. It's going to be minutes and hours for me before I do the second part. But it's going to be good. I'll talk to you soon. First break. Okay, people, we are back into our episode 8.5. 8.5, because like I said, this is a two for one. And what's our title? Flood Zone, the power of water in the reclamation project. And I realized when I was in my break, as I was reflecting back on the last uh, episode we just did, that this is the eighth episode in our new season, which is our second season in the actual Broken Chronicles podcast uh, episode, episodic <laughs> family. And in my beliefs, and a lot of people who actually might look into numerology and things like that, uh, number eight represents new beginning, which I find it, I, I don't find, I find it ironic, but I also find it interesting that the things I'm talking about after landfall, and then especially personally for me, that's is, are being discussed in this episode. So let's get into it. Flood zone. So when you think of flood zone, flood zone is used an area on land or, or whatever you want to call it that is prone to flooding. Now, probably in a normal situation, that's already a challenging, I won't say bad thing, but a challenging thing, that if it rains just a little bit, this area will have the tendency to flood. Imagine what happens when a hurricane comes through and hits this flood zone, this area that has a tendency to hold water. Here's the crazy thing. If you look at how destructive water has been in history, you look at, go back to the beginning of time, if you believe in um, your person of a, Christ, a Christian faith or some form of it, the first destruction of the world was, was by rain, by water. That's crazy. Noah built the ark. It rained all this time, and everything died that wasn't on the ark. 
you look at these tsunamis that have came and brought the ocean to the land and the damage is done. You look at Hurricane Katrina from my, my native state and the damage that it did when the levees broke and, and the power did when it came to New Orleans, which basically all of New Orleans was a flood zone, which is so crazy. That's the devastative side of water. But look at a place like Hoover Dam and how water powers not just Nevada, Arizona, and other states are pulling from the electric called hydraulic, I think it's hydraulic, hydro, hydroelectric, hydroelectric, sorry, power source by this flowing water. Now, the thing is right now, they're actually going through a drought in uh, the lake, I won't say it's Lake Mead, correct me if I'm wrong, and it said it's one of its lowest in years, and they're not able to operate the dam at the same capacity or the, or the power uh, plant at the same capacity as if the, the reservoir was full. So I want you to look at your flood zone as like a reservoir. Though. This area that's prone to flooding is a reservoir. Now, it's a reservoir and water has power. Water has power to destroy, but water also has the, has the power to renew, to wash, to help grow. So why am I saying that? If we just had landfall and it was a lot of rain from the storm we've been in, now we have some areas that are prone to flooding. So we have a project. What is that, for, what is that project? The reclamation project. And sometimes we hear the word reclamation, um, you know, the root, root word reclaim. You think about just reclaiming something that once was lost. But Again, you guys know me. I love my words. I was researching the definition of reclamation. Reclamation is the cultivation of wasteland or land formerly underwater. Think about that for a minute. The cultivation of wasteland or land formerly underwater. That means this project is going to be about taking something that looked like it was done for and bring something beautiful out of it. And when you think about the word cultivation, it, by definition, it's, it's the act or process of preparing, <laughs> preparing the ground for the raising of crops. What did I tell you in, in, in the last episode 8.0 that this new season was about? And we was getting ready to go into what? Harvest time. Harvest time. So we are getting ready to harvest crops that we planted a couple seasons ago as we get into the season stuff later on the next several, oh, next, not several, next couple weeks, you understand what I mean by that. We're going to take these flood zones that look damaged. And so getting them ready for the cultivations of crops of these areas in our life that seem to be wasted. That's why I told you in part one of this dual episode was for you to sit in it and look around you. Because nothing around you would be wasted. Anything you've been through in this last season to get ready for this hurricane season, it will not be wasted. Hence for the reclamation project. 
it is time we start realizing that all things, not some, not a few, not most, if you're a person of faith and you truly believe that someone, some divine nature is orchestrating your life from the beginning to the end, has written your blueprint, you have to believe that he, for me, God, for you, whomever, isn't surprised by anything you go through. Matter of fact, I would say whatever you go through was part of the plan and part of the blueprint. Because if you're going to be a gift to others, and your gift to others is, able, is, are, is to be in a position to where you can empower them so they can get to their next season. Because that's the gift that keeps on giving. That's the gift that has no monetary value. So if that is the case, your inner circle, not just will, but is as well, because it's going to come again, another season, going to allow you to go through things that look like everything is in a flood zone. The water's rising and levees feel like they're about to break. But how about this? They have been, but they won't break. Then once the storm passes and everything starts to settle and that, that storm surge that comes in, it causes all the water to rise ahead where it brings the sea in, it brings the lake in, depending where you're at when a hurricane hits or the gulf, a pullback, and you still have some flood zones, areas that like that flooded. So even though it's sunlight right now, I'm not telling you it's not some areas in your life you're looking at saying, uh, that area like is quite part of a new season. It might not be part of a new season. Or no, no scratch that. It might not look like it's part of a new season, but it's part of a reclamation project where your inner circle is going to take that thing and look like it's flooded and something beautiful going to come out of it. I was talking to my employees this week and um, she had told me when she listened to the podcast because I welcomed Puerto Rico last week. She said it was interesting that I said something about Puerto Rico and I said, why? She said a few years ago, they got hit by a hurricane in September and that hurricane tore the island up. And she said, you're going back, going back now two or three years later. She's Latino, by the way. I, I want to say she's from Puerto Rico. Or she has family there. But anyway, neither, neither here or there. She said that now that place that looked so torn up, that was so ramshacked by this hurricane, this water, the storm, is now a beautiful place with new vegetation, new growth, new everything. That's what I want you to look at your flood zones like right now. The areas of your life that still look like they got extra water still left over from the storm. Something beautiful is going to come out of it. Because think about it. Two things. I talk about the hurricane and how it was, it was a custom-made storm. If you cannot handle the hurricane or if you cannot see the beauty in some of the projects that are left over after you made landfall and then you've said it and then you see, the, see what the purpose behind your pain was, how can you be trusted to handle to become the gifts you need to be for others? That's what it's all about. That's what the flooding is about. That's what the rain was about. That's what the storm is about. Showing what you really made or what you're cut from. Anybody can have a good day when things are going good. But can you have a good day when things are going bad? 
and you're in the middle of a hurricane, you're in the middle of a storm. Can you have a good day once you made landfall? And things are really starting to brighten, but you look around, you see a couple of areas are still flooded. Think about New Orleans when those levees broke. It wasn't even a storm that took New Orleans out. It was when the levees broke and that water came in, the whole area became a flood zone. People died. All type of catastrophe happened. If you uh, you like good documentaries, a good almost true like to uh, stories episode, Five Days of Memorial. I don't do use do plugs. That the, the the story, the the behind what happened when the levees broke at the hospital. We'll give you just a glimpse of what they dealt with in their flood zones because the whole city was flooded. So if you look at that city and how some of those people who didn't move away were resilient and have rebuilt that city back up in places, how much more can you look at your flood zones, areas that are still not quite what you want them to be, areas that still have water left in them from the things you've been through? Not just in this season. You might have some areas that have water left in them from other seasons. And the only reason water left because you try to ignore it. And then that water, that water has a stench to it because it's, it's been sitting there. It's still water. So, of course, bacteria, mold, algae, all type of stuff is going to sort of form it. Look at your stinky areas in your life. Look at those flood zones you never dealt with. Because now you have power you never had. And now you can look at it different, man. Because I'm going to tell you something. Like I told you before. When you understand how important a gift you are to others, Think about when I say if you don't if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. Think about those who don't have a belief system, right? They might be watching you or have been watching you because they heard how you was talking about this stuff you was dealing with, and they always saw you smiling and 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 acting like it wouldn't bother you, even though it was. And they ask you questions like, "Why are you not upset? How are you smiling? How are you just said in the third? How are you holding up?" And how many times has that gave you room to share your faith, your inner circle, what you believe in with them? And guess what? Even in the midst of your storm, you was able to give them the gift of belief, the gift of showing them, I believe in something. I'm not going to push it on you. I'm not going to tell you this is the only way. I'm going to tell you how I'm making it in the middle of this hurricane. Now that you've made landfall, now that you're in your new season, and they see these new things happening to you, feel, make sure you talk about some of your flood zones too. Some of the areas in your life that you, you, didn't, you didn't quite handle the correct way when you went to some, some previous storms. You kind of left the water just there. And there are ponds and land doesn't, that's not like it doesn't matter. But I'm going to tell you, anything you can see in your life right now that doesn't have light in it, that you have the ability to change, start working on those flood, zone, flood zones and start your reclamation project. Turn what looked like a waste. Cultivate it so you can get a harvest out of that old mess. How much, how angry would the enemy of your soul be? Whether it be the devil, whether it be whatever the darkness, you, the other flip side, if you believe in something, would be if you took the things that he was hoping will be meant for evil for your life, no matter how long you left it, and turn into something good. Turn into something beautiful. Get harvest from it. You know how amazing it would be? Because look at it as your little sandbox right now. You made landfall, you had a new season, 
all these new things around. You got all these wonderful new toys, new life, new, new jobs, new careers, new passions, whatever it might be. In that toy box, also you got some old toys that were broken or some flood zones. Do you realize if you can handle the box that you're in, how much bigger would your next box be? Because a wise man once said, if you're faithful of a little, it make you faithful of much. And I believe it to be the case no matter what you believe. Because nobody who's a good steward, let's say I had a, a billion a billion dollar company, whatever. The people that I give power to, I'm not going to just up and give them the power to run 20, 30% of my company. I'm going to give them a small percentage at first and see how they handle that. Then I add more. Because why would I give you so much at the beginning? I don't even know how you're going to handle the little. You see what I'm saying? So all these little hurricanes in different size category, one, two, three, four, even the tropical storms before they became hurricanes, were put in place to get you ready for the bigger picture, for you to be the bigger box, the bigger gift. Because the bigger box, while you're wedged into that, 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 that eye, wedged into that box, you're becoming a gift. You're a gift becoming a gift. So you could be an even larger gift to others. You're outgrowing that box. That's the whole purpose of the eye. You're outgrowing that box in a hurricane. And then when you outgrow that box, and then you're at landfall, and you're seeing all the beauty around you, and you see a flood zone now, you're like, hold up. How did that flood zone end up still in my life? simple. It's time for reclamation. It's time for you to take on a project to make all things new and all things beautiful. It's time for you to find things out about yourself you didn't know existed. It's time for you to wake up those things you thought were dead in your life. And now you're going to find they were only sleeping, waiting on you to come wake them up. Those old passions. So sit in it. Now sit in it again. Take everything I said from the first 8.0 episode is two for one. When I told you sit in it at first and look back. Sit in it again and look forward. Sit in it again and look around and say, what am I going to reclaim? What am I going to cultivate? What am I going to make work out for my good? But not my good for my good for others. So I can tell them how to handle their flood zone. Because you're going to have flood zones. Any storm is going to cause water in low-lying areas. But it doesn't mean it have to end up being a bad thing. It's all in how we handle it and what we do with it. All right, people. Look, I'm excited. I'm excited about our new season. I'm excited about the journey we're getting ready to go on. I'm excited to get into seasons. And we're going to start with the fall harvest season next week. I don't know the title yet. Um, because these last few weeks been a uh, he double hockey sticks. But you know what? It was worth it. Because now we are larger gifts than we were before we start this journey. So I want to get a quick shout out again, New Country Puerto Rico. Appreciate you guys. Uh, and all of the twelve <laughs> won't go down the list. Um, I probably when I hit fifteen, I re- I do another shout out to all the countries, over twenty nine states. We're touching everybody, y'all, but it's, it's happened because of three S's. Y'all are subscribing. Continue to subscribe and 
turn on your notifications so you know whenever a new episode is dropping. And you're sharing. I can tell you're sharing because, again, I have nothing out there to advertise. And if you want to support, support. The links on all your major platforms, how you can do either a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Every penny counts. Labor of love, I'm going to keep doing it. But I will share. I have been, in my professional life, I have been um, offered a, a career change that frees up more money, but frees up my time so I can put more, add more branches to this podcast tree. We just getting started, people. It is new, it's new season time. It's new beginnings. And it's time for the baby I, I birthed it five months ago to grow up and grow up fast. But at the end of the day, it's not my doing. I'm just letting God use me, people. I'm letting him use me to touch others in a way that's not judgmental, in a way that doesn't push my faith on them, in a way that teaches them how to improve and believe in something. If they choose the same faith and the same God I believe in, great. If they just choose to start believing because of what I talk about and they've heard my journey, great. Because at the end of the day, if I can get some of my other fellow Christians or people that believe in Christ or what, uh, what you know, however they label their religion, our job was never to catch the fish, to clean the fish. Our job was to catch them or to catch people and just give them hope. Then they have to hope in the same things that we believed in. We were supposed to get them hope and show them the light and allow them to see how we come out of our hurricanes at the end of our storms. So look, I'm Miracles 1. It's been a blast. It's a new season. It's harvest time. Oh, yeah, it's this football season. Who that nation? Let's go, Saints. All right, I will see you guys next week. Have an amazing, beautiful weekend, and I love you. Love you to life, never to death. Later.